Hello. It's me again. I am making this podcast where this is the podcast. We're the podcast friends. We're all, everyone's involved. I guess even if you're not, if you're not making a podcast, you're still in the podcast world. Like even if you listen to it, you're in the podcast world. I'm not, uh, people who make it aren't the only people involved in podcasting is that's the real that's the real problem that's the real problem i live in columbus ohio columbus ohio that's a it's a white city it's very white um there's lots of white people it's um disproportionately white and i'm not saying just by representation um i'm saying by attitude and character characteristically it's white Coincidentally, it's named after Christopher Columbus, one of the whitest men to ever live. Uh, one of the great whites. He's the great white shark of the North. He's the great white North. The great white North, like, that's Columbus, Ohio, because it's named after Columbus. And I mean, it's not really that far North. They don't get a ton of snow. Uh, I don't think the rest of Ohio is necessarily white, but Columbus is... Um, what I find is that it's kind of woke and it's kind of white. Uh, it's uh, woke just meaning PC or um, what people refer to, what that means is politically correct. That's a term. It's a statement. That's a statement. The only thing you can be is yourself. That's up for debate. Let's see. All right. How far are we willing to go with that premise? The only thing you can be with yourself mm, is yourself. Mm, I'm not so sure. Let's dive deep. What's the, f what's, that's the only thing you can fucking be is yourself. I don't, mm, mm, like there's not more. Oh, not well, but I'm also, uh, Leanne Rhymes too. I'm Sasha Baron Cohen at the same time. Sasha Baron Cohen on the surface, you would think is an ice skater, but no. Like, if you just heard the name, you'd think that's an ice skater. It's not. I'm part um, Barry Goldwater. I'm part Bob Dole. Um, I'm part John Kerry. My, the politics of John Kerry. I'm kind of a mishmash mish, mishmashing of... Um, I, I'm a big uh, Kamala Harris's politics, a huge supporter of her politics. That would be funny if you were seriously trying to convince me that she uh, she has political stances. Uh, or, I mean, like she's anything more than just a, a cardboard cutout or a suit. Uh, like she, her politics, like she's out there, she has a political position that's all her own. Like, well, her stances are some of the best. Like, I want it to be that when I get to heaven, God says, actually Mitt Romney's politics were the best, as it turns out. You were actually, the model was Mitt Romney. People didn't realize it. We, we didn't even, they didn't elect him president and then bypassed him. Like, uh, that's like, there's an answer and it's one of these politicians. Actually, their politics was correct. Um, that would be pretty horrifying. The world is already, uh, 
world is tremendously horrifying. Uh, it's very bleak for me. I mean, I think once you get past uh, being young enough that the world is just a giant open door. Uh, and I didn't say open sore. I said open door. Uh, like, but that's the transition. You, once you turn like 28, the world t turns from open door to open sore. That's a problem. I should use I should use some of these jokes for my comedy. I'll re-listen to myself. Um, so make me good at uh, whatever um, whatever it is I'm doing. I guess it's kind of a matter of like, oh, be really good at or at whatever, or be really prolific. Like, if I made eighteen hundred podcast episodes, people would know me. I'd be on the map. The map is a place I need to be on. Uh, but you're already on the map. If you, you're already on the map. That's the thing, isn't it? Isn't that something? Isn't that something there? Isn't that something that you heard? Uh, provisionally, at least for the moment, that is something that you heard. On the surface, no matter what, it is something that you heard. It's just that, um, recently on this podcast, I've been talking about myself, and then I realized... That's not that fun, or that's not really the point. But uh, the point, because I don't know that I am that interesting. It's kind of, I, I find it more interesting to talk about uh, things that are external to me, or thing like, uh, yeah, obviously, the world is more complex, or uh, it's more interesting at least to talk about for content-wise. So I, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to do this in this format anymore. I think that I am dramatic. I get dramatic for some reason. I'm like, I'm not, I can't do this anymore. I'm a dramatic, uh, like I'm, I participate in dramas, except for, um, not all the time. Like if I, um, if I entered an, if I enter an altered state, and by that I mean if I, uh, do do something besides the sobriety drug sometimes i might feel that it is no longer the case that uh i am dramatic that's what i'm trying to say like uh i might see around all of the dramas i'm participating in in real life and see that all of them are dumb but the dramas that i participate in aren't helpful to me most of the time they usually give me anxiety it's just that there's this matter of going further into the back of your head or uh, going further down in, than what is on the surface of what you're thinking or like going further into your thoughts. And then the further that you go, the more complex that you would find that you are. It's just that the world doesn't really reward complexity, it rewards simplicity. Because simplicity is popular, like liking a dog and having conversations about liking dogs are like surface level, um, as opposed to that they're complex, but that's part of the r reason for our relationship to dogs. Or at least that's what it's become at this point as humanity it's evolved into this thing that I that in America is actually just kind of gross. But 
it's not like it was always like that. And it's not like it's a gross relationship for everybody that has a dog. It's just, it's gross. Whereas it might've used to have been more, um, dogs are like, uh, like dogs, humans like dogs. And so they made them the special animal that gets to live with us. And so that's not a bad thing for dogs. Like that is in some senses a reward to dogs because they get to walk with the species on the planet that is more like God than any other species. Like dogs are selected out of the wild to live human lives the same way humans do, where humans are the most godlike of all creatures that there are on the planet. I also would like at this moment to apologize for, uh, I say a lot of run-on sentences or lots of conjunctions that link what I was saying uh, rather than periods. And so if you really want to get into the semantics of things, if you really want to make this an English class, then you can hold me to rules and then write me off and be like, that you know, that guy doesn't make any sense because it's all one jumble. Uh, but it's really more like periods and whatever ending that stops make a stop so that this that's all just rules that are in place to help you out um you can still speak through a jumble it's just that there's a lot of people that like to be naive and get lots of people people try to find whatever excuse to not listen to you but um they reward the world rewards simplicity and so it's not in some sometimes I just get it in my head that everyone would hate that I was trying to make that I was making things more complex, but it's it's more like people have a good answer to you trying to make things complex. That answer is to tell you to talk about yourself or uh, hold you to all of the things that you're saying. But I'm saying that it's kind of like the more complex you get is really the more that you're just talking about things that are more and more uh, unrelated to you or like outsourced from you because, I mean, the more that you're talking about things on the surface is the more that you're just repeating the thing that happened to you the other day or, or whatever. But like, uh, I, I like that. I like fun is what I'm saying. I like fun. Making things more fun is like making them more complex. The world in in what I've seen, they don't really like fun, at least not uh, fun that's completely out of control. I'm talking about out of controlness. Going more into that is like going more into recognizing that you are not one thing or that a person that I and what I say is not simple. It's not surface level. Um, it's more out of control the further you go down to say like these are this these things I'm thinking or like the deeper that you go is the more out of control it is because then you're just uh, then you're just speaking off of th things that take place more specific to you and more specific to your imagination. That's what happens the further you go down is like the more original that it gets. The more that you're just talking about uh, 
stuff on the surface level is the more that it's like you are the person you're the one person and um it's that's the more that you're like this is who i am like like if you're not going to make things more complex or it's the same as saying if you're not going to emphasize problems and or ask questions which i'm saying correlates to going deeper down in your thinking or it kind of generates questions or causes you as a person to be more of a problem than an answer as a person like characteristically speaking um because if you're more of a problem of a person you ask a lot of questions but there are some people that are like why are you asking so many questions like because if things aren't simple to you you're just going to try to figure out more and more but it's like if you you're like this is who i am is like i found my true self if you don't have a problem in the area of like who am i really or like i'm this way around these people i need to get to my true self so that this person really gets to see who i am or anything like that it like because i have this problem uh all the time like constantly what is the true self or like i have the problem the question comes up so much to me that i'm i'm tired of it at this point i just know that it's a mainstay in my life like this question uh because the problem is probably for me and for most people is that you're never there or like when will i get to it or something but like uh i i'm kind of over it i don't i don't ask myself that question anymore and so it becomes less of a thing but i feel like the answer is that just as the answer often is for me the answer is that there is no one answer i am i am many different people and it's also de it's dependent on the context in the same way that i appear in many different contexts there's no one way that i am i also have to i also have to channel myself through the context and different contexts are different games with different rules even one bar to another is those are different rules because it's a different management different location different different bar different vibe that they want to put out different product that they're selling one bar to another is those are two different contexts all on their own besides that a bar is a different context from a park or uh or walking around in a downtown or anything uh but they're um like if you were a good comedian maybe being a good comedian is not is more about how many contexts that you can appear in and still be good or that like how many rooms you can play in is basically what makes you the the best comedians because the best comedians move a lot or don't get contained to one city or one bar or one set of bars and they move to different bars and different cities with different bars or a cl clubs as opposed to bars like the best comedians could play in any bar but they it's like they can channel themselves through successfully through a lot of different contexts like uh a comedian maybe it works for anybody who's being anybody who's being a fame whore 
they're like it's like if you're popular it would speak to that you can appear likable in lots of different people's homes so those are lots of different contexts like that you that you're a acceptable thing in across so many different sets of rules like so many different stages so many different houses like if you're a popular person that means lots of different stages and contexts have accepted you because it's like every family has their own set of rules too every household is a different the same way that they're all in a different location and generally all at least have something different about them one house to the next besides that they're already in different locations and occupied by different people different houses one house to another is those are different contexts um so it's like there that's that's it is like you if you say that you have already you already know who you are then then you just don't have problems in life or you or you're not concerned with complexity you prefer simplicity i tend to think that it's all a matter of preference that if you end up simple it's because you like it or that's what you were headed towards that's what you uh that's what you liked and that's what you wanted to like and that's where you ended up but you ended up you'll end up in fewer places if you're simple probably you'll end up, you'll stop asking questions and you'll just be contained to one area because it's like asking questions is like going to different places because you have a problem with you have a problem enough that you're like there's more to it than this if you're uh like uh, if you're te like I'm talking about testing out environments and maybe in the context of me going to different places to do comedy whatever that's a that's a real life example that you can tie it all to if you really want to do that um that's a cons like consistently through it since I'm uh but like deeper down but you're just like go further you know like you can that's that's the thing i'm saying to you is like going further into your thinking and then yourself your yourself it generates lots of different selves but you could live in the world where you're like there's only one of me and um or you have problems and you're like, I don't know what my true self is. I think, like, I'm just saying that you can, you always make more of yourself if you just keep going to different places, I think, because you in a different context than, than you've ever been in before, that's a new, it's a new person, but that's a new filter that you're sending yourself through. It's just, a, it's like, you aren't you, you're just um you're all of the mediums that you find yourself in and i'm yeah for some reason on this podcast i'm like i have to only i have to tie it all back to myself i think i get caught up thinking that that's the only thing that you're allowed to do is say that all of it comes from me like i'm very responsible so now i can only talk about uh things about myself when it's like I I prefer maybe to talk about ab things abstracted from myself or distant from myself, um, which you get the opportunity to do if you um, 
if you see yourself as just a vessel, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like my body is just a vessel and then whatever, whatever I'm talking through it. But even the words I'm saying are different, different contexts and different worlds presented where that word exists and where that word is contributing energy to the world is a different world. The, the world where the word understanding is contributing to the world is a different one than a world that had never figured out that word because if like if we just had different words for understanding or we came to understand understanding differently then we would just have it would, whatever word it was would make a different cultural impact because people would be channeling themselves through like a different slightly different idea and then slightly different characteristics like if uh, trust is the only word we ever came up with, then you wouldn't have this whole culture that develops around understanding and what it means to understand or be understood. And you know, like different, I, me, me as lots of different people. So let's talk about schizophrenia, but that's what I'm talking about, I guess. It's just that, um, the dramas that I'm participating in maybe are a result of not uh, not knowing how to decide because too many, maybe I would see myself as too many people. I just don't tend to think that, I don't, I don't like the designation that schizophrenia, bipolar are disorders because you're actually saying that somebody has a disorder you're not really saying that they have schizophrenia. I I know that they like they are communicating like oh this this group of people have schizo uh, paranoid schizophrenia. Well, like paranoid schizophrenia. Okay, I guess that one they don't call it a disorder necessarily. But like bipolar disorder, you're saying that they have a disorder, which is just saying that they are chaotic or they are a they're a version of chaos. Disorder is chaos but the specific version of chaos that is bipolar um it's a disorder this this group of people is not in with society they're not orderly they're chaos it's like it's just a world that is maybe isn't processing chaos enough it throws all the people with disorders into uh they're like in this chaos world but like i don't I don't like uh, that. I don't like isolating and segregating people based on the title. I don't like that because it's not it's not very accepting or understanding of that group of people to say that you're in a different group all by yourself because you're crazy, which is what I th which is what you do when this giant world is blown up around this group of people. So, so that they get emphasized as being a, a problem. Um, it's it's kind of romantic for the rest of the world to when they can get people to accept that title and uh, so like share, accept that they are a, an an outsider or that they're on the outside. It's a it's a drama, but the problem that I have is that. It's a little bit secretive because when it becomes a matter of a title like that, things then start to happen in secret the same way that walls are up around people with that, with 
schizophrenia, people that are diagnosed with it, people with schizophrenia and bipolar, the walls are up around it. And then where those problems are hashed out are in counseling sessions that are secretive. And those are fine. It's just that it becomes characteristically secretive um, because of because of like the distance that is presumed to be there between that group of people and the rest of the world, it becomes more of a secret, but it's, it gets blown up and emphasized to be this big problem when it's seen as a disorder rather than an adjective, because it's, uh, what I'm talking about is we need to simplify the problem. It's just that problems at the point that they're simplified, then a lot of people are losing money because then you can't, you can't address it with all of these words that are added in that make it kind of more encrypted and secretive, like, uh, just filler, like people using lots of words rather than really communicating the problem. Like when there's extra, when there's excess words, then you're getting into a situation where you're covering up covering up for something that could be communicated more succinctly. Um, but like bipolar is, uh, is an adjective. It's not a disorder. That's just like some people are happy. Some people are sad. Some people are both. Some people are ext- both extremely happy and extremely sad. They are polar because they are more polar than other people like they go to extremes more than other people and both of them polar you that's what you say for a person who is who has bipolar disorder a better more succinct description is just that they're polar but it's just that if you turned the whole thing into an adjective rather than this giant amusement park uh where people can people can tell you that that's your whole life and then make money off of doing that. Your whole life is this problem rather than make it this big thing. If like, if it was just an adjective, the way that we're like, Oh, some people are joyful or then you, then it's not uh, this, then it's not a problem that separates them from the rest of the world. If you just call it, just call it an adjective, which is what it is. It's, It's a, it's a description for a certain kind of person. It's not that it doesn't have to be so mysterious, but like when it's a when you're giving somebody this jazzy ass name like paranoid schizophrenic, like oh oh wow, but it, it's it's not like the world's fault that that happens. It's also the fault of the people that are like yeah that is my whole thing, and I don't know. It's just worrisome that people would fall into the trap or like people who weren't suspecting because the it's like the world is presumably helping everybody out and um, it, it's not really a, an issue. It's just that that's, that's what happens on the surface or that's what happens as we begin to process something is that it exists as a low resolution. So it's like coming up with the term isn't bad. But making it more complicated is, I've just discussed these things before, but like the, um, 
it's like when when the you first when the world figures something out, they have to they know it pretty stupidly at the f- the first instances of something like first uncovering things when they're first revealed. Um, people don't know what they are, like a cryptocurrency or an emerging industry or like when the internet emerged. People didn't know it, know what it was, and so they talk about it in stupid terms because they don't have a deep perception or understanding of it, like when the internet first came about. And so society's relationship to the internet is stupid, low resolution, but the more data that you collect, the more instances of it that people see, it's the deeper that the perception of it gets. But it's like, uh, this is the way it works for everything. Everything that's new you're just waiting on more data but that's what we have with our relationship to aliens is we don't know if there's aliens out out there and that's so we just have this term that's kind of stupid that we put over everything but it's the same with disorders like we don't know what we don't know the extent of chaos really and so we run into things in life as a society that border on chaos which are people that are disordered or, uh, or anything or fractals, things that go on infinitely. I would argue problems like problems are more infinite, but I'm talking about things that are characteristically infinite are chaotic. It fall in the chaos category. And, um, chaos is just the word for all versions of infinite kinds of things, but it's like, a Questions are more infinite and answers are finite because the answer is more, this is the answer. It's like a, the given answer. Whereas the question is like, could generate infinite answer, infinite answers is why you wouldn't say it was the same thing as an answer. But, um, like the opportunity to be different people, but I, my dog is all right. I, I might emphasize on here that I'm like, maybe I try to make it out to be that I'm a bad person that doesn't like my dog or something just for, just for fun or, uh, no, I don't know. I don't think I'm trying to make myself a bad person. It's just that the repetitive nature of having a dog is really grating to me. I feel like I have found some peace about the issue of my dog that I have, which is that I don't necessarily have a problem with my, well, like, I don't really like my dog the way that he is. He's really, uh, he's really needy and I don't, I shouldn't be taking care of a needy dog as a person. It shouldn't be happening. That's, that's the conclusion or like, that's why I'm, angry about the situation um there's something to be said about getting rid of him actually i shouldn't i shouldn't be having a dog but also it's not really the dog that i'm angry at even though i'm not a big fan of him as he is it's more just the society does acrobatics around it to like they're not they're not coming out with what they mean to say, I don't think. I think that society is using dogs to 
place blame i mean place blame on the people that own them or something it's kind of this thing where the dog is used as a medium for blame to be projected uh like off of the dog or something it's almost like people get dogs so that they can project their problems onto the dog and then take care of them physically or something like that like uh that's it's like therapeutic for some people maybe uh like because a dog can accept blame because it's this kind of unassuming animal um but at some point we as people started collecting dogs we're like oh dogs are the special animal and so that's kind of a slight to all other animals like uh birds that chirp at people or squirrels uh like this squirrel in the dog park i think was chirping at my dog I guess I couldn't tell if it was a squirrel or not, but it's like animals kind of do that maybe where they're sort of chirpy. Even my dog is like all animals are kind of chirpy or they like to mock like birds, like to mock cats and dogs when they're sitting up in their safe ass tree. Like animals kind of mock, I think as far as I'm concerned with it now animals, animals mock and it's like you go in the di- it's you go in the direction of being a human, which is unnatural in comparison to animal life. But it's more it's more it's more of a respectable endeavor. Like it's harder to be a person than it is to be an animal because animals don't take all this responsibility on themselves. But it's like people do all these enterprises, money making endeavors people go in the direction of money and that's kind of unnatural or creating these technologies that make money and as the world progresses it just gets more and more complex in terms of money making endeavors basically it makes more and more specific functions that make money more and money gets more and more specified and money like the world i'm saying kind of that a departure from the natural world where people used to be monkeys and primitive as we get less primitive it's a, we go in the direction of uh making money or something but coincidentally there's all these people on earth that get angry at people who make money when making money is always more difficult than just sitting on your ass making money or creating some new thing and standing behind that is always more difficult and it's really like the more money you have that's even more difficult because it's difficult to make money is kind of the thing you have to be predictive of the future or like you have to be you have to risk some things or something and it's kind of like people are People like to chirp the way that animals do when and get into the direction of being more primitive when they're and, and people do act more like animals when they're just repeating the same thing all the time the way that animals do. If you're not being like more complex is kind of more unpredictable or you're going in patterns that aren't discernible and people wouldn't know what you were going to do next. This is more like you have more control over the future if you're able to account for lots of situations that are about to happen rather than just a few of them and change your course of action in lots if you're able to 
potentially change your course of action in a lot of different directions, then you're going to be more unpredictable. And um, from the outside, especially from the way that the outside world sees it, it, rather than that you're repeating something all the time because you're not you're not above the situation enough to see what like extenuating factors are corralling you into the same path over and over again like an animal like an animal just instinctually like it has to eat so it's gone to this same watering hole area to find food or whatever like or it finds the same garbage for its nest like a bird (laughs) fucking birds are living in garbage nests for god's sake this is going on it's like birds think they can just live in garbage why don't you just live in the dumpster birds you're just collecting sticks and twigs i mean who cares about you i guess god according to the bible well god loves you birds squirrels possums possums get a bad rep though like we don't need to shit on possums not on this podcast but there's it's the world is coming around though they're starting to like possums a little bit more raccoons i mean they're the scourge of the earth they live in gutters like i was passing by a storm drain and there's just a raccoon hanging out in there and i'm like dude what's going on man i think you can just yo what's up with that you're living in that are you sure that that's the life you want for you and your children Is this the example you want to set? I don't know. I don't know. I was like, you need to lift yourself up by your bootstraps. Carry a rock for a a mile just so you can prove to yourself that you can do it. Go for a run. Feel how strong your body is, raccoon. You don't need to live in that gutter forever. is Is this how you want to be? Is this what, is this where you see yourself in 10 years? That's what I say. I say all of those things. I stop. I'm like, hey, dude, we need to correct for what you think that you are. This, I don't, I'm not sure that you've found yourself. Travel broadens the mind. Do you think maybe, just clear your head, maybe find, find a place that you think you like or a place you've always wanted to go anywhere in the world. Clear your mind and maybe you won't find yourself in, in these dire straits. You can't, you're more than that, I say to this raccoon. You're more than that. This is, this storm drain, I don't see you that way. I've never, I don't see you that way, I said. I looked right into his eyes. I'm like, you're going to make me cry right now. This, you're going to make me cry. It's sad. It's sad objectively, that's what I told him. This is objectively sad. You pathetic ass raccoon. Look at your bitch ass in that gutter, bitch. You think you can... You think... Anyway. Um... I... Uh... You know, and then after I spoke to that raccoon, I moved on. I talked to, um... No other animals that day, as far as I could tell, but... So there's that, there's this dog I have, and what is interesting is the emotional problems that people tell you that your dog has, 
when the entire situation is kind of like a giant emotional problem that humanity has where they're collecting these dogs why for what reason like i know that it's a bit high and mighty to criticize the entire practice but i'm just saying the emotional issues that the dog presume that all dogs presumably have where they have abandonment issues and separation anxiety is maybe has something to do with the guilt that humanity has for putting collecting dogs and putting them in prisons for their entire life when they're just kind of from nature when they're not humans uh there might be there's emotional problems involved with the entire thing and then people kind of people use dogs to get out of saying that humans have emotional problems i think because what does a person have to go through to get diagnosed with a mental illness or that the rest of the people they know is going to like admit a problem or something the pe- people who have a mental illness are guilty until proven innocent a dog gets separation anxiety just by showing up it doesn't even have to have it it doesn't have to be proven in any way you buy a dog and boom it has all of these abandonment issues what every dog everywhere why is that just for showing up but that's the thing is that the rest of the world the world wants everything to be you talk on the right authorities don't have a sense of entitlement because you only get to speak on the titles you deserve to speak on and whatever or like things have to be evident and provably true but all of that goes out the window for a dog because the dog gets to just be you get to make up whatever mystery that you want it's completely unfounded unpro and unproven whatever it is that you're saying happened to your dog because people are like my dog started barking when he sniffed a penny so we think that his previous owner was throwing rolls of pennies at him and then everyone who hears that story is like oh my god that's terrible holy shit it's immediately accepted as truth or as fact any bullshit story you make up about your dog just becomes fact because that's what people use dogs to do because it's understood that everybody gets to use a dog as this blank slate to project whatever thing onto it especially when it, there's like a year of its life that you don't know about you get like oh, oh it has so many problems because of that year of its life where anything could have happened and people take that year and they run with it as far as they possibly can they get to imagine whatever and tell other people about it and other people validate them it doesn't really make sense in a world that wants you to come up with facts for things or prove things anybody can make up whatever backstory about their dog and it's accepted as fact I ran into somebody at the dog park that was like, um, their dog was barking at me. This dog, their dog is barking at me. And she was like, oh, I don't know. Sorry about that. My dog doesn't like men. And I see this dog come to the dog park. And this woman's husband also comes to the dog park with that dog. And so this dog often comes up to me. He just like gets a look in his eye. He starts barking at me because he doesn't like me or something. And um, 
that's apparently the story for this dog is that it doesn't like men. So that's that's too bad for her husband, who apparently is not a man, because that dog that dog lives in their house all the time. So that couldn't possibly work. That if this dog had problem with men, that um, that it would be able to live in the house with this husband. But it's really like. It's just that people use dogs to control other people. It's, that's a that's a way of belittling her husband, probably. I mean, even if that's not what she intends, that is evidently what's happening because what you're saying that all men. So if I'm if this dog isn't barking at me, I'm not a man. But that's something that you get to use the dog for in this world. That's a fun extra bonus is that you can just use the dog make up whatever story to tell everybody else whatever somebody else i ran into there was like all dogs are happy and in the same conversation she said all dogs are so they're just the funniest thing like this superlative as if that's true and i know people are just throwing words around they're just making conversation whatever Dogs are so happy. I don't think I've ever looked at a dog and thought... She said all dogs are happy. I don't think I've ever looked at a dog and been like, oh, that dog is happy. Because in my mind, being happy is kind of like being insane. For one. Like, oh, you're happy. That's what I think it should be used as. At least in the future. This was what will progress to do. Like, the song Happy by Pharrell Williams. If you like that song you're insane. If you don't, you're a normal person. You understand the parameters of the word happy are such that it's not so simple that we're all going to like, oh yeah, we're all happy that you wrote a song called happy. If you like that song, you're insane because because too surface level is what I would argue. Too simple happy isn't just happy it's also like oh you went happy i mean it's not really understood that way i think that there is a future that we are creating as a world where we will uh we will increasingly recognize happy to be like oh you're crazy because happy if you want to live in a world where everything is happy you know then you like this you're like oh yay a song for happy positivity positivity wins I mean, that's you're getting into that already by having a dog where everybody has dogs to be happy. They think that having a dog makes you happy, or at least that's the narrative spit out by everybody is the happiness when the dog sees you and he's so happy, even though, I mean, happiness is kind of superficial, really, isn't it? Or, I mean, there's an issue that people have with it where in America we're like, though, the pursuit of happiness. And what does that mean? And, uh, like, oh, The Pursuit of Happiness, that's what they said. At least that's what the movie The Pursuit of Happiness is is about. They make that, uh, with Will Smith, they make that point. Um, the Pursuit of Happiness, happiness, happy, happy. It, I would, I think that more sad is more, is deeper, right? That's, that's deep. Sad is more solemn, maybe it's deeper. Happy is... Like sad goes in the direction of more depth in the and correlates to this similar idea I'm talking about where go further into what you're thinking deeper into your thoughts is more sad, but it's just more um, sadness is more complex than happiness, but it's easy to 
like happiness. It's easy. It's more easily accepted or like um, that you would find happy. But uh, all dogs are happy. That's I don't need to be a part of that conversation because m- my dog isn't happy. That would be a really simple-minded explanation for what he is. But this people use dogs for all of these superlatives. Any superlative you want, it's always something different too. In the same way that every dog is different and they're memorable in different ways, like they have different quote-unquote personalities, which I think you could say the word personality for a dog. Because as Alan Watts pointed out, the word person is was originally meant to describe a mask that people were wearing on a stage for a drama. Like it's Latin for that, describes plays that were going on during Latin times or whatever. But then over time, the world forgot that person actually just means mask. It means paired with sona or paired with sound. There's like these masks that they were wearing in this play that had a a voice amplifier built into them that allowed the people to speak louder for the audience, these personas. And uh, over time, we just forgot that that was the case, and we started calling people persons when person is a word for an actor. This is something that Alan, Alan Watts pointed out. But it's just, you wouldn't be able to say that if it wasn't true, and it is true that everybody is has to channel themselves through a persona to speak at all. Has to channel themselves through different words and different cultures, different practices. People have to put on a different act, it, tailor themselves to a different context or a different game in order to relay themselves at all. This is why it's possible for the world to forget that, oh, we're actually just calling everybody actors. Um... But what was I saying? The, like anything, that's what I find is that everybody seems to have different opinions about dogs. That it's like all dogs do this and then it's accepted instantly. Even though none of them are verifiable, it's as chaotic as one dog to another. When the personality of one dog to another is already pretty different. Like... Uh, dogs are maybe just characteristically different enough that everybody is just coming up with any drama or narrative about their dog or dogs in general and they're all acceptable or like that's probably why we have them and we like the mysterious nature of dogs they're unpredictable i mean we haven't figured out to this point why we have continue to have them or why we like them so much that's why we keep buying it or why it remains like a problem of sorts it's something that keeps happening, something that people can make money off of, it's still a mystery. Um, what do we got? 51 big, big old minutes from my white ass right here in this here chair with the backdrop of these here woods. Yeah, I apologize. I get dramatic. I'm like, I'm not going to do any of these anymore or whatever. I What I fail to realize sometimes is that like, oh, it's just Monday or something. Or it's like, uh, I'm saying it's the week just began and I feel sad or it's the winter or something.
I just get all caught up because I'm just such an emotional wreck. Um, but it's, I just am unstable sometimes and then I'm stable other times. Uh, but then, but is the world is going to ask you to be stable? That's the, that's the thing too. This emphasis on stability and security and calling everybody a pariah that is insecure or unstable. Unstable is just chaotic. You might even be more chaotic than you are orderly. You might be more sad than you are happy. Um, you might be, but it's that's just the direction of being more a problem than just saying, oh, there are answers. If you are saying there are answers, then you're okay with being like, I'm just this one person, even though, so I guess that's maybe a perspective. You're, you could, you're viewing everything as I am the same person in every context, rather than if you go more in the direction of having the, uh, having a complex perspective of yourself and of life in general, then your focus is maybe more on the contexts. Uh, This is like a spectrum of perspectives. The spectrum goes from emphasizing the contexts that you appear in versus emphasizing that you appear in them but you're more of a problem if you if you're like the context is everything but i'm saying that it's i'm not saying be problematic i'm saying that people are you can't people can't escape from that they do this thing where they uh see a, see themselves only as the environment but evidence for if you're like that or if somebody is like that is you you're complex you're complex as a person you see yourself as lots of different people you're never finding your true self that's that's unhappiness that's discontentedness not not being content with well i am this but people are like well i am this every time or like i know who i am and that's just easier that's like well don't as the same people would be like don't you ever want to be happy don't you want to be content just breathe the fresh air or do something dumb or do something simple um but those are the people that the world rewards generally because the world rewards popularity and going along with majority things going along with what everybody else is doing the world rewards this uh automatically or just as a matter of fact the people who are involved with the biggest gangs or the if you do the things that the most other people are doing then you'll be rewarded by benefits and protections from the major the rest of the majority that you're taking part in the world is rewarding behavior that is less individualized and they're hating they're hating people that are more original or more individualized because the group doesn't like the outsider so outsiderism outsider behavior outcast behavior is not rewarded obviously because the rest of the world is going to insult you or tell you that you need to join the herd um being a problem the world doesn't like the the com- people who maintain complexity or being a problem and they're like 
they they chirp at you but the it's like people that are doing the most to separate themselves stay set apart like create an enterprise package themselves as some specific thing set apart from the world to make money doing that uh those people are the ones that are most un unpatterned uh I, I mean, as as long as they're successful doing it, especially especially if they're successful doing it, but um, contexts contexts are worth it. You'll find um, you'll find that there's there are many contexts. the The context, I guess, it's like you're in. Even when you're just in one context, you're in a lot of different contexts. Or just all of the ideas that I could speak on are lots of different contexts. You'll find more of them the more you allow yourself to go further down. But this is just... I'm just talking about... This is something you have to allow yourself to do. Or fun that you could potentially have. Whereas people... The world is trying to coerce everybody to follow rules and conform to what everybody else is doing. Um, but what any individual person has the opportunity to do to set themselves apart is you do that just by recognizing that there's more going further down. That there's more to say, like referring to yourself as infinite or seeing yourself as infinite as opposed to finite will cause you to be a problem that is never answered because you will keep make you will keep finding new contexts that are true that you you are in that you could possibly be in and it's like a matter of just going further um when you recognize that analogously the physical world is you moving through the physical world is the same as you going further in your own mind like going to different places and seeing that it is true that you have been to that and that you can exist in it it's just a matter of you actually going to those places and seeing them and seeing that seeing that the world is complex you will be more simple if you go to fewer places but that's like a matter of choice do you want to make everything simple you listener or just someone or myself it's just that is that there's like a spectrum between me and then an audience or like a world that could potentially hear it even when i or me and a conversation i'm having with people like probably some percentage of it does apply to me, but it doesn't have to have to be the majority of it. Because some people skew to just be like when I'm talking, actually, the majority of it doesn't really apply to me. It's just uh, it's just something I'm saying that is more objective or could be true across the most perspectives rather than because like that's the way I'm talking or prefer to talk is not uh, not saying it about myself but i mean a, a life devoted to putting the spotlight on a, a world of perspectives rather than my own might make you might make me boring or might make it so that i'm not working on like identifying myself in all of these ways or i'm not concerned with being interesting it might make me as a person boring but 
like that's what might result if I'm seeing myself as a vessel is I'm throwing that guy that I am under the bus in lieu of I am all of these different ones but it's just more um no it's just more marketable maybe to say I'm always the same I'm not sure maybe not though not really not not exactly but um all of the words that I could say, all of the ideas like philosophies or ideologies that I could touch on or that I could possibly speak on, those are like, um, just go further in saying, go further in recognizing more context. You can always go further. There are always more context in the world and in your mind, I think. And, um, what do we got, an hour? Hour. It's just that the never-endingness, that's something that most people couldn't take, or maybe that's more rare, that you're going to be in the business of recognizing yourself to be infinite, because I think that that's what it is, is that you're infinite. You. It's just that you keep recognizing yourself to be infinite, then you will keep breaking off pieces of it and communicating them it's just that that's newer, that's riskier, that it's like, it's not easy to, it's not easy to say that you're a bunch of different people because being the same person has more benefits. It makes, it makes you more manageable to other people, makes you less out of control. Infinite is more chaotic, it's chaos, it's uncontrollable. And then, um, to the extent that this is a context right now, this is a context, of course. This is one of them. Different times, that's it, it's like, that's it, here it is. That's it, that's the one. This is the one. This is really what I was trying to say. All of it is what I was really trying to say, by the way. When I started in it, like, well, this is the thing. Well, what I'm really trying to say is all of it is what I was really trying to say, but at different moments, different different even uh the same place over and over again they're different if you want to recognize it if you want to recognize different things while you're talking then if you want to recognize different times those are contexts all their own also besides different words or ideologies you could speak on or different buildings like one bar to the next or a bar versus a household Besides that, all of those are different contexts. Different times are all different. But, it, like, that's more the one where you're exploring your imagination. Is like, you could be in the same place, but then recognize different ideas in it that you would be thinking about if you always went further. Maybe it's more uh, a more profound communication of time or times when... You're just like recognize different contexts in your head, but I think that they are all different. The same way that time is always different and it brings about new fashions, new fads, new people, new everything. Time is always different and then the new decade as the new context or even the new year as the new context that's being added. 2022 is a new context uh, bringing about new fads and phenomenons versus the context of 2021, 
uh, they're they're always new. That's what time always is. Are you willing to recognize the complexity? How complex that is. That idea. Really, time is so complex that it is always out of control, and everything is always new. Time is always chaos. But you could you could recognize physical physicality, or you could get into recognizing something more abstract like time. But like it's all it's always new contexts, you know. Um, thanks for sharing. I said to myself, and then um, I'll talk to you all uh, later on. Bye.